Welcome, everybody, to the Ashholes. This is the unscripted, unfiltered, uncensored, uncensored. radio show all about mm, cigars. All about and cigars. I am so excited to get this show on the road. It oh, has wait. been a long journey, but we're here. Yes. We made it. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. Uh, the soundboard is working. I'm super happy at how everything just seemed to fall into place today because it's been a little crazy. It's been a crazy nutty yes, day. It, yeah. It's been an exciting 24 hours. <gasps> yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. It the has last 24 been. hours has been nuts. My palms are sweaty from thinking about this moment, and it's finally here. So, anyway, uh, guys. There's a pill this, for that, too. There is mm. a pill. <laughs> I might want to take <laughs> yeah. that. I might want to take <laughs> that. look so, into that. Yes. But mommy's little helper, I think they right. call it. Yeah. 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 A little clammy hands. <laughs> right. yes. So, uh, this is the first episode. And yeah. I'm sitting here with you guys who are experts in the industry. And uh, I just wanted to let everyone know who we are. So, I'm going to pass it over to our friend Oliver here, and then we're going to go to Daniel, and then we're going to go back to me, and we're going to tell everybody who we are. Sure. So what, what makes me an expert? Absolutely nothing. Um, I enjoy cigars. I've been smoking cigars since, uh, well, geez, about 25 years now. Um, fortunate enough to have a father that, uh, that smokes cigars. So my first cigar was, uh, I guess you could say, a little bit of a little contraband. Um, stole the cigar from his humidor. And uh, lucky that he wasn't a uh, a swisher smoker. Yep. He uh, he did he did enjoy. From what I remember, I believe it was uh, a Fuente might have been the first one, but he did have a lot of a lot of Cubans in there. Yep. Uh, so I was able to smoke uh, you know some finer cigars, and I, I really I just jumped into it. I had so much fun smoking them. I was reading about them, educating myself on it, and and there was such a, a vast world that even today. The one thing that I know about the cigar industry is that I know nothing about the cigar industry. That's, that's, the, only, that's the only positive. But um, I can share my experience, what I think about the cigars, um, my experiences with them, and I uh, look forward to sharing that with you guys and the rest of the free world. Yeah, because this is the free world watching us right now. I don't think they're, they're no, tuning in in North Korea. Right. They could yeah. be. Though. They could be. You they never know. Be. There's there's ways around it. Maybe they're the ones that hacked in because they couldn't get the Ash Hole show in North Korea the that they decided we're just going to take it down. Nobody can see it. Those sons of bitches. I we're know. just they, that dangerous. I know. I we're mean, that dangerous. Just for the record, I don't think that North Korea are sons of bitches. That was no, no, right. no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't Please want don't to offend anyone. <laughs> so, uh, Daniel, how about yourself? Where did you come from? What do you do? All right. Well, I have been smoking cigars for about 20 years. I would uh, call myself a cigar enthusiast as opposed to an expert or a geek like Derek is here. Oh, I'm He's a cigar geek. geek. Wicked geek. And, um, uh, you know, I got into it when I was in graduate school, and um, uh, my first cigar was a Baccarat. We yeah. can scratch that from the air. We can nobody, scratch that. Nobody, nobody, nobody needs to know that, Dan. Yeah, no, it, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm proud that it was bad, but it was. No, and then that bad. went up to uh, uh, Ashton's, and Ashton's moved to Avo's, and that moved up. And as I you know, grew to really enjoy cigars, I ended up working at a cigar shop down in uh, Princeton, New Jersey, a little taste of Cuba. And uh, real, that's where I discovered Padrones. And mm. Padrones became my favorite go-to cigar. And uh, as I was going to a seminary down there, um, they all started calling me Pastor Padron because that's what I would smoke. Oh, that's a nice hey, moniker, Pastor Padron, yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of stuck. And it's been that way for the last, you know, 
uh, 16, 17 years since Jeez. I started working there. Pastor so, Padron. Pastor Padron. I grew up with Ollie Octopus. Or, oh, man. I mean, there's nothing good, but there's, Pastor Padron Pastor sounds, Padron's not that good. Then that's when, got some beef to it, though. Then when I got I like the, when I got the, the uh, carry pistol, it became packing Pastor Padron. Hmm. That worked, too. That's you know? interesting. Packing Pastor Padron. Packing like Pastor that. Padron. I, yeah. uh, well, my, my first name's Derek. My last name's Stuart. Uh, I, I grew up uh, being called Derek Stupid. Very often. Derek stupid. Yeah, just well, you know, it kind of fit, and I was like, well, you know, Derek stupid. That's that's Derek stupid. I, I can deal with that <laughs> name for, for I guess as long as I'm out of high school. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's so that that was my nickname yeah. growing. I, I yeah. don't like thinking about it. I'm getting no. a little teary eyed, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, what, now the thing that got me into cigars was a while ago, uh, probably mm, 10, 12 years ago. I was actually right around the That's age when you of were, fourteen, what, 13, 14, yeah, right yeah. around fourteen. Uh, You're a young my, boy. Yes, young buck. I'm twenty, almost twenty six now. Almost twenty six. Uh, we legally still have to card you. Legally, yeah, yeah. According to FDA <laughs> rules now, uh, I have I to be carded, which is totally <laughs> ridiculous in my in my personal opinion. Can I see an ID, please? No. Well, it's also, to a degree, it's a little bit of profiling. Yeah, you know, well, it's true. I don't know if you yeah. can, can you call that profiling? I don't know. Some people are really yeah. excited when I ask them, hey, can I see your ID? And they're like 28, and they're like, oh, yeah, definitely, thank you. If it makes you feel oh, any better, about a know, month ago, I got carded. It, well, good for you. Yeah. yeah that's it made blast. me feel great. That was because you were applying for AARP. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting to that uh, age, Daniel. But, uh, oh, so, that would be gaming the system. <laughs> so uh, my, my, anyway, my buddy and I, we, uh, we went into a cigar shop. And I, I was obviously not old enough to get a cigar, so he grabbed one for me. And uh, we walked outside, and we sparked up. And, you know, I, I really liked it. And I got kind of interested thinking, yeah, what else is out there? Uh, my very first cigar uh, was in Acid Blondie, the, the, the Bellicoso one, the big right. one. And, uh, okay, don't I, make fun of me about my background. No, <laughs> His no. first cigar yeah, was an acid. Yeah, blonde. yeah. Your cigar was Oliver. Yours was probably better than what we mm-hmm. had. But uh, yep. yeah, I, I really liked it, and <laughs> uh, I got moving on to other things such yes. as Ashton, you know, Fuente, like you were saying, yep. Dan. Um, and then I kind of gave it up for a little bit, and then I went back uh, a few years later. Uh, my girlfriend's dad actually reintroduced me to cigars. Uh, we were out golfing, and he said, "Hey, man, here you go." And that was probably when I was just 17, 18 at that, okay. at that time. So I then just spiraled out of control, thinking I have to know more. I got to know more. I want to know everything. So I joined a couple online cigar forums. Uh, Reddit I was on. I was on, uh, on BOTL for a while. You know, right. a couple different forums. And then uh, Cigar Cartel, where I was administrator there. And uh, then I wound up leaving the beer industry as a sales rep uh, to come into the cigar industry to pursue my passion. Yeah. So that's yeah. where I'm at now, and now I'm on a show called The Ash Halls. Right, go figure. <laughs> full full Life circle. Life full of its ups and downs. Yeah, it? It, 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 <laughs> it is amazing, the community, though, that the, yeah. the cigar industry is, not only from a retail side, a manufacturing side, but just the, the smokers themselves. Yeah. So many different forums, uh, different publications, different, di- different gatherings that – it brings all walks of life together. Mm. Uh, one of the few things that I guess does without causing major fights. I mean, you bring different groups together in a bar. You mix alcohol, males, females, testosterone, 
things happen. Yes. But you do that with cigars. Everyone's happy, relaxed, yeah. and it's just a, it's a great, um, it's a great pastime. Yeah, That's and there's true. really there's really no class warfare when it comes to cigars either. I mean, mm. you could have a doctor who's making three hundred grand a year, and you could have a janitor who's making thirty. You know, it's it's uh, and and they talk to each other like they're best friends. And that's the thing that I really loved about yeah. it was the camaraderie. Yep. And you got a lot of that camaraderie on those online forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I was really able to go and hang out in the cigar shop, that was kind of my hangout spot. So that was uh, kind of where it started, right. which is interesting because that wasn't it, – internet anyway wasn't around no. back when mm-hmm. you were really getting into it, right? right? No, I was using a typewriter to tell everybody what I was smoking. <laughs> then it had to go in the mail and took a while. But we communicated. Yep. Yeah. No. Dan was probably um, using a carrier pigeon, right? You, you know, but to touch, touch quickly on, on what, what you two started out with as far as the cigar. I mean, the Baccarat is probably, I don't have the, the exact numbers, but probably one of the number one sellers. Uh, and the Cuba Cuba, I, I've smoked one as well. But that's a great introdu- introductory yeah. cigar because yeah. it's just it, it's very smooth. I mean, they are well-balanced and well-constructed. Mm-hmm. But as you get deeper into it, I might not be. I mean, you're smoking. Look at what we're smoking today. Yeah, yeah. hard to go back to a Baccarat or a uh, a Cuba Cuba or you know any any yeah, acid very, line, especially very. after everything that we've had over the right, years since right. then. You know, those are those are gateway cigars. Right. Essentially, they're the ones that get everyone really kind of involved, and they want to see what else is out there. That's yeah. kind of how mm-hmm. I looked at it, and that's what happened. So why don't you, Derek, why don't you uh, kind of outline what it is that we're going to do on the show and, you know, what our goal is for each episode so of the Ash Holes. Basically, what we're going to be doing on this show is we are going to be smoking one cigar, and it is going to be pretty much one long cigar review for the whole time. Uh, we are going to touch upon other random events happening, whether it be current events or events in the industry. It doesn't really matter. We really don't know which direction the show is going to go until we sit down and press go live. You know, It it's, is uh, unscripted. It is, and, and we're just going to go with the flow, right. essentially. But uh, on top of that, we're also going to talk about a couple other cigars that we've had over the week that have stood out from us. And we're going to do a quick review on that. Um, each each person's just going to give us our thoughts on things that they've had over the week that they might want to share with the with the right. viewers here. Um, we're also going to talk more about the industry in general, what's happening, uh, which direction is it heading right now. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainties, and it's really yep. interesting uh, mm-hmm. to see everything go down, FDA and other laws and regulations. So if anything should pop up, that's obviously something that we're going to touch upon. Right. Um, but other than that, it's really just kicking back, getting lit up, and talking right. cigars. Just being a couple ash holes, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And there's nothing wrong with no. that. And speaking of things going down, um, Emily prefaces by saying that uh, I don't sculpt, I don't paint, I don't have any leather-bound books or my furniture doesn't smell of mahogany. But I guess we're pretty important for our first show because within the last 24 hours, before we even went live, we were hacked. That's yeah, right. We were hacked. Oh, that? We were taken down. How yeah. did that happen? Well, sorry, we Derek were taken man. down. It, we were knocked down. We were completely knocked down, and the show hadn't, uh, uh, the website hadn't even gone live yet, and we were totally blindsided by it. I didn't even know about it until this morning when our friend Barry called me. He's like, the website is down. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So what happened was, what we think happened was, last night at 9.47 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, someone had hacked into the Ashholes website 
and the WordPress that's connected to it, which is also connected to another cigar media outlet. Everything was deleted, erased, and it disappeared from the internet. Now, Barry, luckily, he's very good with computers because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known what to do. He went and he went gung-ho all out, balls to the wall, and tried fixing this thing since last night when it happened. Um, it got back up and running for a little bit. It went back down, uh, back and forth with some kind of customer service right. and uh, a little trial and error. And we finally got it back up and running about two hours before the show started. Wow. So, you know, we went a good, you know, 19, 20 hours without anything, right. with nothing. And we weren't sure if the show was going to happen today. And it took down everything, which was completely surprising. Right. Which is wow. amazing because we have, I mean, we're really nothing yet. Right. Yeah. In the infancy. Yeah. And we just put out a little bit of notification out there. And, um, and to be taken down is kind of honored. It's a big compliment. Yeah, yeah. it really it is. a big is. compliment. Because it makes you think, who would want to do that? Who would want to stop something like this? Well, it's not the Cigar Authority because Barry is not only the Cigar Authority, but he's also an authority on computers because he got us back up. Yeah. So he kicked he, those hackers right in the balls and put mm-hmm. us right back up, and, and here we are live again. And I can't thank him enough because right. really this none of this would be going on if it wasn't for Barry. Right. Because, God forbid, it was just me that got this thing started. We would be <laughs> sh- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would be out of luck. We'd be up the creek. <laughs> you know, way up We'd the creek. We'd be up the creek. Right. But, yep. uh, yeah, so that, that was just a hectic, hectic day. And, you know, I'm trying – there was just so much going on earlier. And I'm on the phone with Barry, and we're trying to get this thing up and running. And this yep. thing's going on, you know, at the store that's just totally, you know, out of the norm for this kind of right. year. Uh, huge deliveries that mm-hmm. we don't normally see in right. November. So it was a lot of juggling back and forth and communication. But Barry, I know he's watching. I just wanted to say thank you very much for getting that back up there because without you, man, man, this ain't happening. And whoever tried, nice try. But here we are. (laughs) Nice nice job. Yeah. You failed. They succeeded, and then they failed to keep us down. Exactly. And we are not going down. No. We We are are going up from here because this is – There is is nowhere else to go but up from here. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, We're at the bottom, but we we plan on being We are the the lobsters of the ocean. Yes. We're at the bottom. Kind of ground feeders right now, and that's, that's totally. Fine. Although but as ground, as ground feeders, we do, we do have a live not only live on the internet, but we do have a live audience. Yeah, we have I mean, a couple yeah, people we do in have the a live audience, audience right now. That people, is that's people, an honor. Thank actual you. people. Thank you. Thank you. That we have not paid to be here. Yeah, we have not paid. No. We have and, not paid. And they actually got in their cars. They left their house, which is probably warm and comfy. Their wives and children to come watch us. To right. come watch this. That's awesome. Why? So there's a little why? bit of thank you. It's the first episode. <laughs> thank you, but why? They're asking that too. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better to do. Uh, and what well, we appreciate it very next, much. Next week on the Ashholes, viewership down to zero. <laughs> yeah, we'll have no one. Yeah. Uh, but today we are, well, we might as well get started talking yes. about cigars yeah. anyway. What, what are we doing? We are smoking the uh, La Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bull which was a cigar that was released at the 2016 uh, IPCPR show, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been doing very well since it came out. And I have a little bit of information on it here. Uh, this one is a Figurado shape. It almost kind of reminds me of a baseball bat, mm-hmm. uh, the, way, the way it's shaped. It has a nice heft to the hand, uh, very large bands. I know it's probably tough to see, but uh, this is actually uh, 
one is it I, I believe this is two yeah, double double it, yep. it yeah, is it's a, a double band, band. see because it kind of looks like one because the the top band overlays the bottom uh so this one is coming straight to us from uh the dominican republic and it uses an ecuadorian corojo wrapper along with fillers and binders from the dominican republic it's six and a half inches long and it is uh at its smallest point 52 ring gauge and at its largest point it is 64 mm. so this is a big cigar it is it is, but it's got, you know, what I love, even though it's a 64, it does taper down. It's a, right. it's a big enough ring gauge for, for you to get the full flavor, but it's small enough when, when you are smoking that it's not, for me at least, breaking my jaw. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. go past don't the 54. Luck, yeah, I try not job. to go past a 54 ring gauge. Uh, I'll entertain the ones that are, that are out there. I want to smoke them. I want to see what's there. But mm-hmm. um, for a go-to kind of cigar every day, my ring gauge is, is really no more than the 50, 55. 56. Yeah, yeah, that's a good comfortable size. Mm-hmm. I'd say I'm right along there with you. Uh, my, my personal favorite size of any cigar, if I'm looking to try something new, is typically a Corona, if they make it in that size. And if not, it's the Robusto. Uh, reason being is that I just like to try. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be entertaining. Overcommitted, yeah. I don't want to be overcommitted. I don't want to sit down with a 6x60 and have it be the first time I'm trying the cigar and be like, hmm, you know, if I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What am I going to do? Right. Suffer through it, you know. Yeah. So I go for the smaller ones to to start things off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get to know the cigar. Yeah. And then I you really date get it to first know the cigar. Before, you yeah, know, take her out to eat. Up, yeah, go to the movies <laughs> Wine first. Wine and Yeah, the uh, on, on the LaFleur when they first came out with the 2000 series and it still had the the flower band. The number 3 was their smaller, I guess more of a Corona size. Mm-hmm. But that was just a, a fantastic one, a, just a great blend, but two, a great size for me where I was going through quite a bit of them. Um, but this one, uh, it has, I mean, such great, great balance for me. Mm. Um, I think the, you know, the Dominican tobacco, uh, a lot of people, I think LaFleur now has the name of a, of a more, more of a powerhouse cigar. Right. But there's not a lot of spice <coughs> or, or anything that blasts my palate right now. Not with uh, this. No. But it does have some body. Yeah. And you can feel, and as you're getting into it, I seem to be smoking a little bit faster um, than Pastor Dan, who's chilling with it. But I'm, I'm getting, you, you feel a little kick. Yeah, you definitely get the, the, the strength of the Lajero uh, built in with that balance. Uh, what I'm getting out of it is a very slick mouthfeel. This has kind of almost like an oil, oiliness uh, built into the smoke, so to say. Uh, along a with slick that, it is, oiliness. It, 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 yeah, it's kind of like a viscous. A, viscous almost. Viscous. Yeah, it's, it's like a thick, chewy smoke. It is, chewy. I'd say it's a. Medium plus <laughs> chewy. chewy, chewy, so chewy, chewy. Uh, but right, <laughs> oh my god, you guys made me lose what I was saying. <laughs> That's not hard. That's right. I, I saw the, the description chewy. I, I remember uh, when I first saw it, it came out in a cigar aficionado description, and I was like, What is chewy? Mm. But as you start getting into it, and you, you kind of strip down what the descriptive words are. Yeah, is, is it chewy? No. Can you can you feel it between your teeth? No. But there is a cons- more of a consistency on this smoke. Than, yeah, that's true. Than something else. So it is a thicker. There's right. thicker and thinner smoke. Mm-hmm. I find this is a much thicker uh, kind of a smoke. And Absolutely. yeah, I, I'm a big fan of La Florida Americana. I, I like the stronger full-bodied cigars. Um, their uh, Double Lajero Digger is one of my go-tos. One of my favorites. Um, this is 
lots of flavor. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, th- this Absolutely. is a this is a party in your mouth kind yeah. of cigar, but it is not that uh, very strong, peppery, spicy kind of flavor that I normally would associate with an LFD. It is, is very is, smooth. It it's is. smooth and it's almost floral. Right? Would would you? I, I, yeah, I would. I would agree with that. And, it, and it's funny when you start describing cigars and everyone has ratings and everyone's talking about, you know, full bodied and they're battling back and forth. You know, what makes something a full bodied cigar to to one person? And that could be the 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 spice. So when we say, could this be more of a mild to medium, mm-hmm. maybe for for some because they, they're smoking, and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't get anything. But if you if you really start to, um, you know, digest it and figure out what mm-hmm. you're smoking, it's, it does have body. It just doesn't have the, the, the front end. It's more the back right. end. Right. Um, you can have a lot it. of body without it being a kick in the face. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And this definitely, this definitely has that. It's very complex and very, it's a very subtle kind of complex, you know. And, uh, um, and it's interesting for them because they're, you know, this is for as far as price range. Yeah. It is a pricey cigar from what they usually put out for what they're what they're known for. Yes. Right. It, usually their stuff falls between 7 and 9. dollars right. This is right around 15. Mm-hmm. So having that extra price point or having that extra money on the cigar. Uh, I went into this expecting something very very good and that's that's what I'm getting. I'm getting my money's worth out of this cigar. Uh, and it's offering that smooth character that is so approachable that a lot of different people could smoke this without mm. being overpowered mm-hmm. because you're not getting that kick in the face like we were talking about, which is what they are usually known for. Right. The, I'd say besides the, the suave or the, the light, as it used to be called, uh, this is another one that, is, that kind of falls in that medium-bodied strength but has full flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's, a yeah. Good, that's a good way to put it, yep. I think that the price and what you're getting out of this cigar at this point in time, I'm at probably two inches into it. Uh, I'm definitely digging where it's at right now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for, for a price point of a $15 cigar, um, you, want, you want the value to be there. Right. But it's a long enough smoke, and it's balanced. Uh, the construction, uh, as far as I'm getting into it right now, fantastic. So this is a cigar, for me, there's value in it, uh, something that I would, I would buy again. One, yep. which I have had quite a few, but I would I'd share this with a with a friend. I'd want to sit down and enjoy. This is a cigar that would um, complement an experience. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. this is this is something that you would want to give to someone and be like, "Man, you got to try this." Right. Just and yep. especially if they know LFD, this is something that's really off their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, something different, which is what I like because uh, you know you have the the. You know, L300 Oscuro, you have the L300s, or you have the 100 series. You have the whole whole bit. And this is just a totally different smoking experience as compared yeah. to all those. Uh, the other thing I'd like to point out is, uh, like you were mentioning, the construction's excellent. The burn's very straight. Yep. But the draw is absolutely wonderful. Perfect. It, it's, it's nice and easy going. It's not too tight. It's not too loose. It's offering a great amount of smoke on every draw. And with that smoke comes all that flavor. Right. And now, speaking of flavor, do you what, what's your take on retro hailing? 
I do it often. Yeah. I do it often. Very, very little. I won't take a puff, and I won't push the whole puff of smoke through my nose. Uh, I just never got into doing that. I will take a puff. I'll blow about three-quarters of the smoke out, and then I'll push that remainder through my nose to get that back-end flavor, mm-hmm. that extra boost. Um, and I do it often. I don't think about it. Maybe that's because I was a cigarette smoker a long time ago. And I think that's where I kind of get that. You blow it through your nose, get the flavor. Right. And that's, that's where I'm at with that. This is something that Jonathan could maybe retrohale if he tried. <laughs> but he won't. He won't. He's too afraid. Let's put it to the test. He's a wuss. That's a challenge, Jonathan. Right. Wuss. And he's, a, he's on vacation now. He is. Right. I did so see him good. today, though. Did you? Oh, yeah. so he's back. Uh, no. Or no. No, he's not. He was just uh, working on his vacation. No, that's what he so, does. Yeah. He's a workhorse. He's a wicked workhorse. He is the Clydesdale of the two guys. Yes, he is. He, he is the person that will always be there no matter what, thick and thin. And I can definitely commend him on that. Uh, he is he's very good at what he does, and he is a very hard worker. Yeah. So, like we've said, this is a very interesting LFD. It doesn't mm-hmm. fit the normal profile. What kind of... Uh, words would you use to describe what you're tasting and smelling? So for, for me, I'm not, um, you know, I'm getting a lot. It, it's very, it's more of a roasted, uh, I'm getting a, a nuttiness, more of a roasted almond yeah. uh, type. Yeah. I'm not getting, you know, usually uh, when you, for me, when, when I retro, I get a lot of espresso, espresso. I say espresso. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's an East coast thing. <laughs> espresso. Um, but I'm getting a lot of, a lot of nuttiness. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of that roasted roasted almond. That almond taste. definitely yeah. is something that's that I would I would say too. I'm not getting a whole lot of nutty flavors per se. I'm getting more leather. Of, of not <laughs> leather either. It it does have kind of a, a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially it just rests on the palate, puff after puff. It doesn't go away, and it's it's a very oily smoke that leaves in its wake, kind of like a almost. You know, after you eat a marshmallow, how your mouth is kind of like, you know, you got that mm-hmm. kind of slick going. It has that with a little bit of a, uh, almost like a, a driftwood type of nuance to me. Like if you're going to the uh, going to yeah. Palm Island or wherever, you mm-hmm. pick a piece of driftwood and you smell it. And that's kind of what I'm getting, that kind of slightly salty, salty area, dry kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. It's mellow and relaxing. Right. No, a- Absolutely. Definitely a cigar, definitely a cigar that I enjoy relaxing with. Absolutely, yeah. and I've, so. I actually smoked uh, uh, the LFD 300 Oscuro on on uh, Monday, uh, just because I hadn't tried it in a while, and I wanted to kind of gear myself up for today because uh, I haven't had something from LFD in a few weeks. So I gave that another try, and that thing just it's a it's a super powerhouse, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, yeah, this is why this is probably one of their best selling cigars yeah. in the portfolio. Yeah, and I'm I'm now getting to the half point range, and um, it's it's picking up a little bit more, a little bit more spice is starting to come in. Um, the you know the balance is still there, where it's not necessarily overpowering on the on the draw, but there's there's a little little spice coming in. I wonder okay. if, I wonder if that's because of the taper, the taper of the cigar and yeah. it getting thinner softens that, it. That it might soften, it might heat up the cigar a little bit more yeah. to bring out those more peppery flavors. More peppery flavor, yeah. A lot, a lot of white pepper now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's um, such a good smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you're so. hauling through that. You're almost halfway done. Almost. I got a few. Jeez. I got about yeah, another inch about, and a half on you. About, yeah, yeah, Dan and I are just about the same. You fiend. Seth. 
Am I wow. really going? Are you are you yeah, moving yeah. the band? Are you, you moving the no, band? No, I didn't look touch the band. Look at that. Yeah, you're way down. There. I'm smoking the slowest right now. <laughs> Jeez, I'm usually a slow smoker too. And you're talking yeah. a lot too. How are you doing? Fine, I'll shut up. <laughs> no, that's no, I can no, take no, 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 no. <laughs> that's fine. Don't way. you do that to me. <laughs> I'll just sit here. <laughs> Not today. This is the right. inaugural show. We need everybody talking an mm-hmm. hour. We need to fill up an hour worth of time, which is the which is the main goal. No, is there a headset for a righty? For a righty? Yeah, for a righty smoker, because I keep... I think I have it. Yes, you do. Yeah, I do have Jeez, it. Jeez, now that I'm yeah. looking over. Well, this, <laughs> this is the one that is closest to the, the mixing board, so you can't have yeah, it. I, I guess it's kind of nice, because they say when you, when you, use, when, when the, when you use your other hand, it, it feels like someone else is smoking. Or do they say that? Do they say, that? yeah, it's not about smoking? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Some, some people like to get their arm to fall asleep first before right. they get into that. Yeah, yeah, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I don't know. Is there really a preference? I don't know. I guess I smoke more yeah, with my I'm, right. Yeah, I'm a righty. I mean, I'm ambidextrous. I'm a, I go both ways. See, I'm a righty too, but I mean, I guess I could go with the left when I'm driving. I drive stick. My, my Wrangler is a stick shift. So nice. when I'm in the truck, I'm. How many Shifting. 26-year-olds are there that know how to drive a stick shift Probably these days? Geez, yeah, I don't not know. a lot. It's a great anti-theft, too. Yeah, yeah. it no. is. Which is sad. how to drive it. Which is sad. I, I, miss, is, I miss driving a stick, but I, I do. don't miss driving the stick in, the, uh, in traffic. Yeah. yeah. It, well, yeah. I've been driving stick for so long. I think I've been driving stick for maybe five or six years. And um, I, I just don't even think about it anymore. No, so, no it's natural. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, when, like, you you say it's real, it must suck in traffic or it does suck in traffic, I don't even think about it. Yeah. I'm just, it's so second nature to me, I uh, don't even think. Right. Mm-hmm. It just, I just do. Now you will. Now I will. <laughs> now I will. It's like now it's, it's, it's going to get like, an accident <laughs> on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if, right. you, uh, if you think about blinking, you will now think about <laughs> blinking every time you blink, and you won't be able to stop yeah. until you go to yep. sleep, and it's going to keep you up. We're so all going to be in straitjackets next week. Uh, I apologize for that. Also, you don't want to uh, think about your heart beating. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's, uh, I, I recommend not. We, we've now switched the show to high times. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> My heart is smoking, dude. <laughs> no, so we're about to uh, go into our very first Our very break. first commercial wow. break. Yep, so I hope. We did it. Yeah, we did it. Uh, we have about five seconds until it starts, so All right. we'll be right back. Folks. Alrighty. Someone going to start singing Neil Diamond? I hope not. Yeah. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid- a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. 
But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar Smokers. How about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh yeah! So smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20 and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And we are back to the ash holes. I'm going to go ahead and dim the volume here on that last ad. 
That was a great set of ads, I would say. Fantastic. Absolutely. Listen to every single single word. Yeah. So anyway, we're back. Uh, We've smoked a little bit more of the Andalusian Bull. Oliver's almost done with his. Oliver is about to. He really likes it. I I am taking off the first band. I'm I'm at the uh, first band. He's disbanding. He's disbanding. You almost made me make me want to take it off just just so I can feel, you know. I'm going to take it off slowly. Take it off slow. Yep, don't don't get like creepy. That. And that don't just get happened. Creepy. All right. I just stripped too. Done. Anyway. Done. You so never know what's going to happen on this show, people. So the ash holes. Yeah, we are that? the ash holes. So How I hope everyone's that? liking it so far. Uh, this is totally, uh, like we were saying, this is unscripted. unscripted. We're just going with the flow. Unscripted, yep. unfiltered. Yep. And sometimes inappropriate. Hmm. And that's totally fine. That's what we're about. We want you to get lit with us. That's so true. get them lit. <laughs> Light up. Yes, sir. So And they can go to, where are we? We're, we're, we, we're, we're, supposedly we have a website. We, we do have, have a website. That which is back, back up. <laughs> it is back up. After, <laughs> after it was taken down by someone out there. Yeah. Won't name names. Nope. We won't name who we think may have done it, but I have an idea. Uh, the Russians. It was the Russians. It was the Russians. It was, it was probably the Russians. Putin didn't want us to spread the no. good word of the stogie. Yeah, but we are ashholes.net. Yep, we are at theashholes.net. The we are also on YouTube, and you can search The Ashholes in the search box, and uh, you'll be able to find us on there. And then after today, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the audio that we are recording here today, excuse me, and it is going to be going up on Podbean and iTunes. So not only are they going to have a kick-ass uh, website to watch, mm-hmm. but they're also going to be able to take, with, take us with them on the go in their pocket. Very close to, you know, <laughs> that's, where. That's unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. But they can listen to the, the hoopty hottie of what we have to say. The hoopty hottie. Yeah, hoopty hottie. I hope, I hope that uh, Apple expanded their bandwidth because the downloads of this podcast are just going to be extreme. They're they, going to be. It's going to be. I can already tell. They're, they're not going to know. Their servers are going to crash. Because the ash holes yeah. has taken over iTunes. That's right. And I can't wait I mean, for that We already have 10 people watching us. Do I we think, have 10 right? people watching? I got to check this. 10 people. Do we? Where I think okay. Dan, has, Dan has Tourette's. He just throws out numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we do have seven people watching on Facebook Live you know, right now. We got 11 and, uh, now. Oh, 11. 11. Wow. 11 people saying. now. 11. Do I hear 12? Where's 12? Oh, no. <laughs> you screwed it. We're down to 10. Now we're down to three. Yes, yeah. well, we are assholes. You know, it's never going to really we're, we're down be to three. sure that's what only, we're doing. We're, we have three, and that's only because my desktop, my iPad, yeah. and my phone are all watching it right now in the yeah. other room. Are they really? Oh, no. man. That's cheating. You can't yeah. do that. No. That's not true. That's I'm all right. Sure, I'm sure we're being hacked. Everyone's going away. Well, my mom's watching. Your mom's mm. watching. So we'll yeah. always have one. We'll always at least have one. So we'll thank you, Mom. We'll always have one. <laughs> thank you, Mama. Uh, but, yeah, so far the cigar is really, really smooth right now. And that's, yeah. that's the thing that's impressing me the most. Uh, like we were saying earlier, this isn't something that usually LFD puts out. Mm-mm. This is an uh, offshoot of what they're used to. And uh, I'm, I'm truly enjoying this smoke, and I absolutely yeah. would buy more to share yeah. with friends. Yeah. Uh, yep. Are you guys picking up any other flavors now that you've finally got to the maybe the midway point? 
yeah, now, now that I'm at the midway point, uh, I can definitely sense that things are getting a bit more concentrated than they were before. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think it is because of that thinner ring gauge that is just creeping up on me. Maybe the way the leaves are rolled, too, a little that, bit stronger at the end. That could probably. be it. They might be using the blend to make it more mild at the start and increase in yeah. strength coming down towards the bands. I'm definitely picking up more of that pepper, white pepper, you I are, think yeah. is what I would say. And, uh, again, it's not a really hot white pepper. No, that's, that's, no, no, uh, no. But it's just this very nice, um, very light, peppery taste, along with that, you know, wood, sweet wood kind of. Yeah, uh, that kind of like driftwood Driftwood of kind of flavor that's about. left there. It's a, that kind of a, a, a little bit of a saltiness. I'm going to have to spend some time with some driftwood. Yeah, pick, you really should. Yeah. You know, sleep, yeah. sleep with up. it. You know, now that he brings that, I mean, to know how driftwood smells. I mean, look, tastes. I was a rambunctious kid. Yeah. All right. I know, I know you what it tastes like. You were looking driftwood when you were six or seven. How oh, can't you? What does it, it just tastes like? It, it mm. tastes like driftwood. <laughs> I, did, I, I have licked a brick. You have, you I have, have licked, licked a brick, brick too. Every, why, why, is it, why is it out of all the things? I guess, you're, I mean, you're a kid, you put things in your mouth, but why is it a brick? Why does everyone have that commonality? And don't I, look at me like you haven't licked a brick. I, I mean, it's just I can't. This, I don't have a guy, specific memory of licking a brick. I'm he, not saying I have never licked a brick. I just don't remember licking the brick. He's a liar. I licked a frog too. Did you? Yeah, that's the, that's a European side of me. My family's French, so we uh, we did that go we, we did it. go fishing uh, for frogs. Yeah, and you have to be careful because the the oils are some sort of secretion, whatever's on them. They're filthy animals, but you touch them and you can't touch your eyes because it it'll burn. Mm-hmm. But there was something, you know, you just had to, I don't know, just maybe, had to maybe lick it was the frog. my uncle's having fun with me, you have to lick the, lick the frog, but you, you actually fish. <laughs> were you looking for a princess for or something? No. I think no. so. Just, have the princess no. come out? No. I, I think just, you were getting your own version of that story. I, I, was, I was just looking to fry up some frog legs, that's what I was looking for. But you actually put a red, like a red um, string on the end of a hook, and for some reason that, that attracts them. A red string? Yeah, red it's string, I, red. I, don't, they, I don't You use red with bulls? Has it been determined that they can see colors? It's always red. Hey, can they see color? Can frogs see color? I, I, I'm not a scientist. I'm just a cigar smoker. I told you yeah. I went fishing. You're asking me if they can see. I can't. I, I, All right. Well, yeah, that's understandable. Google uh, it. I'll Google it later, and I'll, uh, I'll actually, you know what? I'll make a post on the Ashles.net, and I'll say whether or not frogs can yeah, see color good. or not. But uh, some of them do come in okay. very beautiful colors. But anyway, that's beside the yeah. point. We're not talking about frogs. We're talking about cigars. That's for our frog podcast. That is, yes, yes. the frog pod. The frog that's, pod. That's coming up now. <laughs> the frog pod. Right, right, right. right. Oliver, uh, what else have you smoked? This week. This week. So this week, um, I, I went back to uh, a cigar that uh, that I haven't smoked in a long time. It was Monte Cristo White, um, and I went back to that because with the relations softening with Cuba, um, you know, you can bring Cubans Cubans in. Uh, the The name Monte Cristo is there. People associate the name with Cuban cigars. And, and that's partially, you know, part of the reason why that, that brand does so well and has always done well. But, um, but I smoked the Monte Cristo, Monte Cristo White. I smoked the Toro, uh, so I wanted to go back to it. Very, very mild cigar, and that's what, that's what it's known for. Yeah. So another introductory cigar for some. Um, you know, some people enjoy smoking it regardless because they're, they're mild cigar smokers. But the, uh, the Monte Cristo White does have a, it's an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper. And what they did differently with the, the white label, white series, is they added a little bit of Nicaraguan um, uh, leaf in there to give it a little more kick uh, because the, the yellow was very, the yellow label was a very mild cigar. Right. Um, 
you know, that, that's one of those cigars for me. Going back to it, wasn't wasn't anything that really stood out. Um, you know, the association. I, I, heard people talk about the the Monte Cristo and it's wow it's just it's just like the Monte Cristo in Cuba it, it it's not uh it's nothing like it the name yeah. the band looks the same that's about it that's about yeah. it but it's um you know for for some I, I can see why they would smoke it. It, it the construction was there so you know it's a well it's a balanced mm-hmm. cigar mm-hmm. but it's uh it is it, for me that was a forgettable cigar and uh, now I kind of understand why I didn't I haven't gone back to it mm. um but I, I I'll smoke mild cigars in the, in the morning and uh, you know when it when it starts up, but uh, but yeah, the Monte Cristo White, forgettable, forgettable. Okay, yeah. It's you know what? If, if the FDA could take back a cigar because I'm upset with some of the cigars that could may not make the cut, uh, which I'm going to have to stock up like a, like a doomsdayer. I'm going to have to stock up on some of those cigars. The the Monte Cristo White. I wish we could kind of substitute. Yeah, take it, that one. Are there any switches the that we can do with them? Because. <sighs> I wish. There's a few out there that I wouldn't mind seeing. Sending to them? Yeah. Yeah, I really wouldn't mind. Yeah, why, but why can't they? I, I don't they know. Should. I don't know. But, you know, it's uh, Monte Cristo is super, super popular. And mm-hmm. uh, yep. like you were saying, it does have that name behind it. And I think that is, like what you were saying, drives a lot of the sales. Um, but I think there are some other options out there. You know, some cigars that use higher primings uh, as opposed to the Monte Cristo for, you know, right around the same price. And you'd get a little bit of a nicer smoke. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and for the price, when you say price, that's uh, the Monte Cristo White, the Toro is around an $11 cigar. So it's not mm. cheap. No, so it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not a cheap cigar that you can just rifle through. And, um, you know, that's, that's one that you're, you're thinking about before you're purchasing. Right. But there are more options. It, definitely in the, in the LaFleur line, uh, there are some options. And, um, you know, even the, smoked a lot of La Giana. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very nice and it still has a little bit of that pepperiness. It's more of a Honduran, not Nicaraguan, but um, but very very mellow. And that's an excellent cigar that I would say someone could smoke as opposed to the Monte Cristo, uh, with it being kind of similar in flavor and body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get that same kind of flavor profile, but you're spending a bit less, mm-hmm. right? Which Absolutely. is nice. Dan, what else have you smoked? Well, I smoked uh, what I would describe really as the the polar opposite of this. I had a uh, Diamond Crown Maximus uh, Robusto number five, and um, that's uh, by J.C. Newman, and um, it's a Dominican cigar. I, I had the Robusto, like I said, it was a five by fifty, which again is a great, great size. Yeah, so well. Yeah, uh, it's an Ecuadorian wrapper and uh, Dominican uh, binder and filler, and uh, it was a really, really great cigar. Um, it was very strong, very full-bodied, and unlike this, where that that uh, kind of full-body flavor in in here is mm-hmm. is uh, uh, you know not more subtle uh, is, is more subtle. Uh, the Maximus was very black pepper, very sweet, very earthy. Um, it burned absolutely evenly all the way down the cigar, and the the. Um, finish on the cigar, you know, was the same kind of, I think, what you're talking about, this kind of oily kind of, yes. you know, after aftertaste. And the thing that kept coming to my mind was this, like, citrus or orange peel. Mm. And I couldn't, I couldn't, that was the, that was the taste. That was the that, predominant. The predominant thing that came, that came. And it was, it was very pleasant. Um, now, orange citrus, that you know, that's very big in, in, uh, that line of cigars, Fuente, which makes the 
um, Diamond Crown for, you know, that comes out of their factory. Um, that citrusy tinge is, is a kind of a staple in Fuente cigars. Um, that, you know, that's not, I'm not a big citrus guy. That's just not my thing. Right. But it was, it was very pleasant. I could see myself being in the mood for that every once in a while. And I smoked that sucker all the way down nothing. to nothing. And, you know, I, it, my, my uh, number one way of saying, you know, how great a cigar was, uh, you know, if a cigar is pipe worthy, it's awesome. Yeah, because you I, are, you stick the nub. I, I, if it's in your good enough, some cigars you get down to like you know here whatever, and you say okay, enough is enough, and you put it down. But there's some cigars where you, you want to roach clip it, you want to do whatever you can to get every little bit out of that cigar. And a Diamond Crown, you want to do that just because you paid so much for it. But it, this was so good, and I pu- I did I put it in my pipe, and I sm- and it smoked until it was gone. Have you ever seen Top Secret? The movie with Val Kilmer. No, remember, I try. Remember, and, I try remember and Chocolate avoid, Moose? I try and avoid Val Kilmer movies. Is a oh okay. A well, first of all, rule. this was Val Kilmer before he was Val Kilmer. Before he was, but fat. there was a character in there <laughs> called Chocolate right, called Chocolate Moose. Chocolate Moose, and he smoked cigars. Mm-hmm. But when he got down to the end, they were introducing him. He was down to the end, and then he just flipped it in his mouth and started chewing on it. <laughs> when I love a cigar, that's what I do. That's what you do. Well, that's what I want to. You want? I want to build up you, to that. You don't really. I'd do like that. to. No, no, fine. I don't. I'm, I'm, but I'd I'm like not, to. Okay. Because that is just straight balls. That yeah. that is that is ballsy. Uh, but so I don't do it. Put, put a lit nub into your mouth and chew it. Yeah, that's. So, so the Andalusian bull, though, it has Ecuadorian wrapper, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Dominican and Dominican Dominican. Right. The Maximus. Has Ecuadorian wrapper and Dominican, 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 yeah. Dominican. So now you put those two cigars together, and people just look at you know, because you hear people say, "I don't like Dominicans." Well, I don't like the. It's but not just about that. It's not just about that. It's about the 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 way they blend the cigars too. Because I've right. had some Dominicans that I hate. Right. I've had some Dominicans that I love. Yep, yep. And you look at these two. If you put them side by side, Ecuadorian, Dominican, Dominican, and the the flavor profile is couldn't be more couldn't different. Be, yeah. Couldn't be more different, and both really well done. Both you know, fantastic cigars. This is this is great, uh, but you know, it, it is. That's it, a great point. That that uh, that you know, the same country profile. You know, the the, the Ecuadorian for the wrapper, and then the mm-hmm. binary. You wouldn't think that one country could be so incredibly different. Right. And it just goes to show that a wrapper can change an entire cigar. Right which is the big point. Mm-hmm. And because you could have that Dominican Dominican and you could put a Connecticut broadleaf on it right. and mm-hmm. have Completely it be different. a total powerhouse of a smoke. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing what such a leaf can do. Right. And it is really the smallest amount of what tobacco. Leaf can do, yeah. It's it? amazing what a leaf can do because <laughs> when you really think about it, there's so many filler tobaccos in a cigar and then you have the wrapper and it's just one leaf. Yeah. And that one leaf can really make or break a cigar, in Absolutely. my opinion. Um, and a cigar that I've actually that I actually smoked uh, this week that I would like to talk about is uh, the Mi Querida by the Mi Querida, uh-huh. Mi Querida by Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. Mm-hmm. And Steve Saka, who was the president and CEO of Drew Estate prior to starting his company right. in New Hampshire, here in New Hampshire, which is pretty cool. Uh, he created Liga Privada. Basically, and he had come out with Sober Mesa last year, uh, just over a year ago. Great smoke. And that's an excellent cigar. But it wasn't what people were expecting him to come out with. And 
I was really hoping for that same kind of rich, full-bodied, you know, balls-to-the-walls type of flavor coming from Sobre Mesa. Now, after smoking Sobre Mesa for so long, I know that's not what that cigar is about. It's right. totally offshoot. I, it's, it's what Steve said to me. He likes to smoke. That is his preferred body of a cigar. Mm. And when he came out with me, Querida, that was something that he wanted to please his Liga Privada fans with. Right. That is the cigar that everyone was waiting to come and out And that's with. a great cigar where, where, you know, it's almost like the cigar industry. If we could have, a, uh, a say, a Robert Kraft that mm-hmm. would oversee the industry so he could work on negotiations with the FDA and say, you know what, I'm going to trade you the Monte Cristo White. We want to keep the Micarita. Yeah. Mm. You know, let's get somebody in there that, that can do something like that. It's impossible, but yeah. we yeah. can always dream, right? We can dream. Dreaming, that, we can that's, dream. That's, that's one that should stick around. Exa- you know? it, yes, absolutely, because that blend for me uh, really is a – it really hits the spot when I'm looking for something that's full-bodied and rich. Yep. And yeah. it has that gritty earthiness that Liga Provada yeah. had yep. uh, and for a lesser price, right. which is nice. And he does use the Nicaraguan fillers, and he does use true Connecticut broadleaf wrapper on it and it has this toothiness that is just so pleasing mm. uh to the to the to my lips texture wise that it just really kind of makes a makes for a world of difference it, it is yeah, yeah you want that it texture pleases on lips. my lips mm. and and it's pleases um, them and it's just a it's a very well-made cigar and they're all made at hoya de nicaragua and uh, i've actually been to that factory and they really have a solid operation going uh, when I was there, they had about 150 people on that floor mm. at the rolling tables cranking out cigars. And there was uh, a gentleman named Mario who was going around. And he was inspecting the cigars that they were producing. Mm. And, you know, he would take one out and he would put it off to the side or he'd put it in his basket. And those were the ones that he could tell just before them even putting a, a wrapper on it, these aren't going to be good. Right. So with Steve Saka going to Hoya de Nicaragua to make these cigars... I think was a solid choice of manufacturing. Manufacturing, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, so speaking of then other cigars, we're, we're on the Ecuadorian, you know, wrapper as well. I, uh, I smoked the uh, Cabaguan. Oh, yeah. Again, mm-hmm. Which and I'm glad you said, oh, yeah, because that's one that just kind of gets hidden in, yeah, in the back. But that is such a good cigar, and I've been smoking, you know, quite a few of those. But it's, um, it's just it's a, great, it's a great blend that should have a little more um, I guess notice or a little more excitement behind it because that was that's been around for, for quite some time as well. Yeah, it has. I, I believe that even six that makes the that predicate makes it, date. Yeah, yeah it so does. that that yeah. is one that will be sticking around, and yeah. that adds a lot of value to that yeah. brand. Yeah, uh, because it will be still here after the FDA declares it apocalypse. Right. Uh, so that's and and that's a great cigar. And I've smoked uh, my my personal favorite one is actually the Cabaguan RX Guapos. Which yeah. is, uh, you know, the thicker one, right. mm-hmm. which is something that I'm not normally used to smoking, a thicker cigar, but that right. just kicks ass. Yeah, it does. It has such it's a It's fun flavor. saying, too, isn't it? Cabaguan. Oh, Cabaguan. It kind of makes you feel as though Spanish in high school paid off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all I know how to say, but it's, it kind of makes you feel good. Yeah, it almost yeah, makes you yeah. feel like you are Benicio del Toro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we do, have a, we, we do have a few more minutes left here, and uh, I'd, I'd like to have finishing thoughts on the Andalusian Bull by LFD. What, what are your final thoughts, Oliver? Final thoughts is I'm going to take this headset off, and I'm yep. going to get another one. Because it is, it's just a, it's a, it's a great stick. 
um, burns well, but it it is balanced. I'm, I'm, mm. You know, now I have you know three quarters, maybe maybe a little more than halfway through, but um, but still has that um, you know that that smooth smooth body, uh, a little bit of nuttiness, and and that pepper starts starts to kick in, and um, just a, just a great cigar. I do enjoy. What it. would you What would you want to have with this as far as like a like food if you were going to pair this with dinner or something? Wow, that's a great question. I never really. This is, dinner, so, you know, this is such a great. This is the, the flavor in this is so nice because because You'd it has have body. It with, yeah, right. Because it does it does have a lot of body. You know, with that oiliness, um, you know, I'll go I'll go uh, st- like a street vendor fish taco. I was gonna say fish. Yeah, I was gonna say that this is something that could go well yeah. with fish because uh, of that oiliness. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got some uh, some fish chowder I made at home. This would go. This would be nice after a good, you know, clam chowder, fish chowder, something yeah. like that. None of that Manhattan crap. I'm talking no. New England. New England clam chowder. chowder. You, know, white. you know what's funny is that uh, actually I, I, I genuinely hate fish. <laughs> I hate eating fish uh, except when I'm drunk. And that is the only time. <laughs> that is the only time you will ever see me eating fish. So if I come to work and I have a fish for breakfast – Derek's probably trashed. Fish, and that's, fish for breakfast. Yeah, fish for breakfast doesn't sound very good. But, yeah, I mean, I was at a wedding a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I had ordered chicken. And I really wanted chicken. And they put fish in front of me. And I said, I didn't want fish. I wanted chicken. And they said, sorry, the order was messed up. What am I going to do? I was already drunk. So I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to put on my drunk big goggles and my big, oh, big boy, boy pants. pants. I'm going <laughs> to tackle this thing. And I tackled the fish. And it was a, uh, it was actually a, a, a wonderful cod that yeah. I really enjoyed. <laughs> but uh, any other time, if I'm, if I'm, if I don't have a drink in me, then I, it makes me want to vomit. Jeez, I, cod I, is I never so easy. It. Yeah, such an easy I fish. Know, I know, but it's just that it. I, I think it was the comedian Jim Gaffigan who said, uh, "Fish, people take fish and they try to do anything to it to not make it taste like fish. <laughs> they put all these spices." And they put all these garnishes and all these different kind of peppers and salts. Well, if if you did not, if you since you don't eat fish, what would you have with this? Thing? I would I would have a salad with this. I would have a fruit salad. Salad, salad is not food. You look like a it fruit is, salad, salad is, kind of guy. Thank you. Yeah, salad is a promissory <laughs> note that food will soon arrive. Yeah, but it's not food. I know it's not food, but the, considering this is such a clean burning cigar, I think that a clean food would go well mm. with this. So I think something Garden with greens. like a, a – I could go, you know, throw a balsamic vinaigrette on some lettuce and a be totally fine. Vin- that would go yeah, very good with this. Celery sticks. Celery sticks. Wow. Why the hell not? Celery yeah. sticks. Hey, let's live on the edge. Yeah. yeah. How about some peanut butter? <laughs> hey, peanut butter wouldn't be a bad thing either. You go with the oiliness. You go with the oiliness. So what's, what's <laughs> so, coming up on uh, the Cigar so Authority? So for the Cigar Authority next week, thank you, because I'm just about to touch upon that. we got about two mm-hmm. minutes left to go. Wow, um, already? Yeah. Fantastic. Bar- so now we had a couple people missing from last week's show. Barry was gone. He yep. was on his honeymoon. Honeymoon. And uh, he is now back. Thank God, because like we were yeah. saying... This wouldn't have happened. Oh, my God, yeah. And uh, also, uh, Jonathan wasn't on last week's show, so they're both going to come back, and we're going to talk about how Barry's uh, honeymoon went, 
what he saw in the cruise, what he did, what he was smoking. And uh, Jonathan was also just, uh, he just came back from a Legends of Dance uh, event uh, down somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where, but he flew out of state to go to this. So yep. we're, we're going to talk about how he danced his pants off in front of a bunch of people. That's hot. For fun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Are they going to talk about cigars at all? Uh, there, there is going to be some cigars in there. <laughs> Splashed and, uh, in there. Here I, there. I don't want to give away what they're going to be smoking, but they are going to be smoking something right. from Aging Room. Uh, first off, which, uh, which I'm looking at it right here. I don't want to give away any surprises, but I have smoked it, and uh, it is a fantastic, fantastic cigar, especially for uh, Raphael Nodell. He really knows what he's doing. Uh, and there's just going to be a lot of banter about what's going on in the cigar industry with the FDA because there was just some news released uh, yeah. yesterday yeah. about some changes that are going on. So, exciting stuff, too. Yeah, a lot yeah. of exciting stuff, and we're going to see how that really plays out because I'm certainly interested to see how everything's going to go. Mm. Right? Yeah, I am, too. But well, any- good. So, well, yeah, I mean, go out. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, the ash holes are here to stay. Yes. Yep. We're not going anywhere. We are not going anywhere. Yep. You can no matter try what these hackers do. Try and hack us all you want, but sorry, we're here. <laughs> and we're staying. Mm-hmm. So screw you guys. We're going home. <laughs> this has been the Ash Holes. We'd like to thank you once again for joining us. And if you are looking for more, go check us out on theashholes.net. You can find us on Facebook. Just search The Ash Holes. And uh, we will be on Podbean and iTunes starting tomorrow. So, guys, we, we did it. It's been a we pleasure. Did. It's been a pleasure. Thank An you. awesome first episode. It was nice. We got through this first episode without any chafing. Without any chafing, yeah. yeah. We didn't yeah my positive. pants feel good. Positive. We, we positive. didn't need to bust out the talcum powder no. today. No. We'll see about no. next week, though. <laughs> oh, what are we going to smoke next week? Great call. Yeah. What, what would you like to smoke? Let's smoke mi querida. Let's jump on it. Okay. We're smoking mi querida. Mi querida. Mi querida next, next week. Next week on the Ashholes, if you guys would like to go to your local shop and pick up a mi querida by Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust, feel free to light up along with us, and we will talk about the cigar. And feel free to share your thoughts. We'll be on Facebook Live and all over the Internet. So we hope to see you there. Bye-bye. Guys, we'd like to thank you once again for tuning in. Say thank you. Thank you. Don't thank be you rude. so much to those three or four of you who are actually listening. Thank you, America. <laughs> and our two audience members. Nice. Thank you, two audience members. 